Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you're listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned to the end of the pod for a preview of my new mix, Bangerade, Volume 2. Consume responsibly. I need a refill. <laughs> There are too many of them. What are we going to do? You and the chosen one! This is the way. Welcome back to another episode of Refill and Chill. I'm your host, Dylan Fields, and well, I'm here today with my good friend, Brandon Park as we are about to embark on another journey into the Star Wars Saturday realm. Welcome to our very pretty guest, Mike Tortorella. I'm even prettier, not in person. No, you're so pretty. <laughs> I think it's the camera filter that he's using through Zoom. Yeah, does that make your breasts look bigger on Zoom? What is that? It, they actually do look bigger on Zoom than in real life. They give them. Extra I've lost. Time. I've lost five pounds, but you couldn't. You couldn't tell. <clears throat> Did you also get a lip injection? You like it? Yeah. So what makes drinking from water bottles a bitch? But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Um, we've got a lot to talk about today. We are nearing Kenobi. A as month we, from today. A month from today. Let's go, baby. We are so close to our live stream watch party. Um, Mike, I hope you're able to make it that night. We're going to be up all night long. I've already bought like 10 cases of Red Bull for the occasion. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and I quit, I quit my job now just so that I'd have free time then. You know. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page. <laughs> Although I've not quit my job. We're just going to. We're just going to roll with it and wake up the next day and hope I don't sleep through work. And then you guys better actually make it through this one. You have a, po- a podcast to do full time. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, we're going to have to like I thought about this. I thought for some reason it was going to be Friday night into Saturday. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's definitely Thursday night into Friday. Like I still have to go to work that day. <laughs> You're going to be miserable. Oh, my gosh. The fact that it's going to come out at 3 a.m. and we have two episodes to watch and a follow-up podcast to make, we're, I'm going to go straight to work. Are we doing it right after um, we watch the episodes? Oh, hell yeah. No, yeah. Why not? Ride that high. We're going to keep going. I mean, hopefully you can make it. Hopefully Brandon Beats can make it. We're literally going to have like a four-man squad, if not more. I don't think you got the meat Beats yet. No, he hasn't met Beats. He'll like Beats. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love Beats. I make them. Yeah, you'll make this guy. He's a good dude. <laughs> All right, so before we get into the main topic today, we got a bunch of news to catch up on. First things first, on Kenobi. Deborah Chow spoke on some surprises for the new series. Um, she was quoted, one of the things I was trying to do with this series was to have the legacy and who is important in Obi-Wan's life. And to also have some new characters, but I do think there are some surprises to come. And it just basically also said there's going to feature a mixture of new characters that are important, <clears throat> according to Deborah Chow. 
So without further ado, I can't help but wonder who are these important characters that are going to be brought back? I feel like one of them has got to be um, Bail Organa, as we you know predict to see yeah. Leia in this show. Absolutely. But what could, what, what could be some others? Um, I know they uh, they debunked the uh, the Maul theories that Darth Maul might be in the series, even though that'd be sick. Yeah, Deborah Chow did say. As long as I've been involved, we've never had Darth Maul in any of the series. What does she have something against Darth Maul? No, I just don't think they think he fits in the series because it kind of was left in a good place <clears throat> after the Clone Wars to then see him again in Rebels when he meets Obi-Wan Kenobi for the first time since a Phantom Menace. I think what they could do, not to go off on a tangent, but I think they could definitely hint at him you know either leaving clues or maybe like going off world and and like kind of seeing what maul's been up to since he heard of his resurrection i'm like that was not a small event like maul coming back into the swing of things like there's no way that obi-wan didn't hear about it somehow so it's there so i don't know if they'll touch on it but organa would be cool to see i think um because i actually saw a tweet today that uh McGregor said that he would be open to doing a season two of Kenobi. I saw that too. Um, so I wonder if they did do a season two of Kenobi, if they would, instead of going with Vader, they go with Maul. Yeah, maybe like a little more focus on Crimson Dawn. <clears throat> that would be really cool. I'd love to see that. Uh, speaking of Vader, though, McGregor was asked um, what it's been like with having Darth Vader again in Kenobi. And he was quoted, when we came to do the scene, I turned around and fucking Darth Vader was coming at me. I'd never acted into Vader's helmet. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, that's not acting. That's real. <laughs> that's awesome. This reminds me of his one his one quote a long time ago. It's like, it's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really excited to see the new scenes with Vader. I think all the stuff with Vader after... The original trilogy, I hate to say it, but all the scenes with Vader after the original trilogy, like the scene in Rogue One, the scene in Rebels, and the scene in, um, um, oh, what was that? Yes, thank you. Um, I think all of that is just gold, and I just want more of it. So, when Hayden Christensen was asked if James Earl Jones is returning to voice Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen said, "No comment." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. That leads me to believe we will definitely, definitely hear some James Jones. Oh, cool story, actually. So not um, – it's the original character that played Darth Vader, but I actually almost bought an autographed picture from uh, David Prowse, was it? I think? Oh, really? Yeah. They, I was looking at this uh, sports store uh, looking for memorabilia, and they had uh, like an autographed picture of like him saying, Luke, I am your father. Wow. That's pretty sweet. Like from Empire Strikes Back. That's awesome. Yeah, I plan on getting it at some point. So I had one last thing in the news section. Um, when Hayden Christensen was asked, you know, what's the future look like for him coming back as Vader? Uh, he teased that his role is not done after Kenobi. He said that the extent of this journey, I think, remains to be seen. 
but what a privilege to get to come back and do this and be a part of this project. So obviously we know Vader's story. It's not over after the Kenobi series. We know where it goes from here, but my main question is where do we think we'll see Vader other than maybe um, Ahsoka's series? Um, I got to be honest with you. I think, especially with all the rumors about kind of rewriting the sequel trilogy, like I think they might talk him as a force ghost in there some more. Um, and they might also do some really cool flashback scenes. Um, maybe some live action flashbacks of stuff that happened during the Clone Wars era is really what I'm, what I'm hoping that you'll see with maybe Ahsoka, him and, uh, and Gregor. Um, I think, I think that's really what people want to see. And so I think that that's probably what they'll do. Um, but I would love to see more scenes where he turns like flashbacks of him turning just like those great moments in Clone Wars. Yeah. Mike, I actually have a question for you. Um, so yeah, the odds are that we see uh, Cal Kestis and Kenobi. Dude, this question, the actor said the mocap actor said that his role for star Wars wasn't over. He was talking about fallen order Two. But he's 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 such a good he's such a good, you know, fallen Jedi coming back to the order and and all this other stuff. He's he's his force abilities are unique when you, if you play the game. Um, I would love to see a live action version of him, especially because where you leave it. I can I say spoilers for the end of the game? Yeah. Yeah. It's been out for a couple of years now. Yeah, dude, when Vader's chasing him and he's like, submit, and you're and you're shitting your pants because you see Vader like in all of his glory with the whole base coming around him after you just took out one of the uh, Inquisitors that you've been fighting the whole game. And then you see Vader's like chasing you down. Like there's no way Vader does lets that Jedi just get off scot-free. There's no way. Oh, yeah. That, no, that part's terrifying. Oh, my God, dude. I shit my pants. I mean, it, was, it was crazy. He just admits defeat, and then Vader just comes out of nowhere. He's mm-hmm. like, you failed me for the last time. Just, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then he he uses the force, and he says, submit. And you just drop to your knees. And you get a, you get out of there like bar- – you barely squeak out of there. It's yeah. Crazy. Literally. Uh, I would love to see Cal. I would love to. I genuinely think that we'll get Vader in Andor. Because they've already shot the second, oh, I'm sorry, they've already shot the first season. It's done. It's ready to go. They're talking about shooting the second season in the fall, and this show was uh, initially set to be five seasons, and they t- like they tuned it down to three. My theory is that they're going to have some form of Darth Vader in Andor, because who else would the rebels be fighting? You know, I mean, they could do more Inquisitors. I. That's kind of the bad answer, but or they could come up with different villains for the series. I would like to see Vader, but I don't think that Andor is going to be a big, a big show like Ahsoka or Kenobi. Kenobi is, is like that's that's the bread and butter, and Ahsoka is probably going to get some stuff off of Kenobi, so that's going to be like bread and butter part two, the breadening. But then I don't think Andor is really going to be that big of a deal. I mean, we're all Star Wars geeks. We'll love it. We'll eat it up. But like. I don't know that the general public will. You know what I mean? I just, I'm just curious because 
the idea of like the Mandalorian seemed so far-fetched at the time. And then the Mandalorian has been probably the best thing to come out of Star Wars since the prequels. And <clears throat> in my opinion, I think Rogue One was a great movie. I didn't talk too much for Andor, but I think that they can really use some elements of Rogue One and really turn the show into something beautiful. Maybe even have elements of Crimson Dawn in there as well. Just depends who's all touching the project. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Brandon, who do you want to see in Andor if you could if you could make a villain villain appear in the canon? I'm oh, definitely Vader. Of course, Vader. And honestly, I wouldn't even mind seeing some bounty hunters involved. Oh, dude, that would be so cool. Because honestly, I mean, I wouldn't even care if somehow Palpatine returned in that. Uh, he's got he's got a thousand bodies in a vat somewhere that he just switches <laughs> force switches con- consciousness to <laughs> i mean that guy got thrown down an elevator shaft to hell dude force lightning and all and he's just like force teleport my brain into another vessel it's in a pickle jar like three planets away i'm dude that guy's got more bodies than jimmy hoffa <laughs> and mike have you played uh, the new lego star wars yet <laughs> no i haven't Oh, dude, you have to. Well, he's going to when we have our live stream. Oh, yeah, you are. Oh, we're doing the we're doing a Lego Star Wars live stream bonanza. We're doing a Lego Star Wars live stream. We're also building Lego Star Wars. Oh, my cousin has every set, every kit for Lego Star Wars, every single kit. Holy crap, that's a lot of money. He spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on him. He's 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 crazy. It's going to be a good. He has them all hanging up. From wire on his ceiling, and they look great. Oh wow! Yeah, I'd be terrified of it dropping and then having to redo the whole thing. I know. It's, yeah, it's a time sink, but they look great. By the way, did you ever notice the Palpatine return? No, but the, the Star Wars parallels to um, Spider-Man: No Way Home and like Homecoming and all that. No. What's so, like, what specific? So in the leg, or I'm sorry, in Homecoming. Uh, Spider-Man and Ned, they do the Death Star, mm-hmm. but then it breaks when, uh, I believe when was it when Aunt May found out he was Spider-Man? Yeah. So, the first movie in this series of Spider-Man was equivalent to the first Star Wars in which the Death Star or the Death Star was destroyed, and then they didn't bring the Death Star up again until the third movie, No Way Home. When it was destroyed, and it was also destroyed in the third movie of Star Wars, Parallels. And yeah, it's a little Palpatine Lego. A little Palpatine Lego at the end. Wow. Because somehow, Palpatine managed to live through that. Palpatine made his way to Spider-Man. Dude, that guy's jumping universes. Does he know what he's doing? uh, (laughs) Palpatine explored the multiverse. Yeah, and... He found out that his his finale wasn't so hot. So right before Ray electrocuted him with his own lightning, which is essentially just, you know, you can't stop your own lightning. It's just, it's when you pee, you can't just stop midstream. You kind of just have to finish. Same thing with the lightning. And so he just, he just ate it all up and then disappeared so that we could rewrite the sequels. Well, maybe Palpatine was the one in Tony Stark's head when he said he kept seeing Thanos in his head. That's true. Maybe. It could have been. Palpatine's like that. All the voices inside your head. Uh, do it. 
Snap your fingers. <laughs> Strike me down. All right, boys. Well, it's time for ad break. When we come back after this lovely sponsor from Anchor, we're going to dive into today's topic, which is what if scenarios part one. Mm. Once again, Anchor is free. Sign up today. Get your own podcast going. Brandon, Mike, it's now time for a new section of Star Wars Saturday. What if? Wait, wait let me do it in the Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Rogers. No, Jeffrey. Oh, my God. What's his name? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Let me do it in the Jeffrey Wright voice. And we ponder the question, what if? So, what if? Jar Jar Binks was the secret Sith Lord behind everything in the prequels. Mike, go first. I have thought this through a thousand times. The theory, if people aren't aware, is that Jar Jar, he gets, he gets slowly and slowly kind of phased out of the films, but he shows up in the last one with a cloak. Everything he does is... Is, is almost like the drunken fist from, from people that have watched Naruto. It's like Lee's training. But basically the, the thought behind the drunken fist is that everything you do seems erratic and crazy and loopy, but it's, it's all planned through. Yeah, it's, it's mm. all, yeah. And so that's his fighting style. That's his, that's his style. And, um, you know, especially to get power in the Gungan world. And there's, there's a few other scenarios too that why he would join them. But I think who was this confirmed that this that this theory would never pan to anything by somebody important? I think it was confirmed that um, he was manipulated by Palpatine to give Palpatine orders when Padme was um, with Anakin. Well, okay. that was my biggest thing is when he said someone like Senator Amidala, but then they flashed to. Um, Mr. Jaja wants to give full power to the Chancellor. Like, yeah. How did he have power to do that? Like, Padme, no, Padme put him in charge acting. Oh, okay. When she left. Well, either, yep. either yeah, way. I remember that scene. I just watched that movie. It was almost like it was too perfect. The bank off of yeah. that, real quick. What do you think if he was a Sith Lord? What do you think uh, his role was after Order 66? Because wasn't he killed by Vader? I don't know. I'm pretty positive he was killed by Vader. In actually. the comics? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I don't know. But I don't know if that's canon, technically. So I don't think it's canon. But um, I don't know. I don't think we have ever seen the final... Well, we've never seen the end of Jar Jar Banks, but yeah, sure. If it's in the comics, that means it's there. It's possible that it could happen in live canon, but it's not canon confirmed yet. So his story is yet to be told. And that's why I feel like we've got to see him in Kenobi. Dude, what if we see in Kenobi? Like, what if we see? Just, uh, just a, yeah, what if we just see like scenes of Vader just slaughtering people to open up? And then it's Kenobi. one of them is Jar Jar Binks. What if it was like the um, Infinity War entrance or intro where Thanos has just literally destroyed all the Asgardians and, you know, you walk, you know, it pans across the scene or the shot and it's just all the, you know, dead Asgardians. And one of them is Jar Jar Binks. Or even like how they did with, um, what is it? The Rise of Skywalker. That's what the title is actually called. Mm-hmm. Um, like how Kylo Ren, when he's searching for uh, the... Yeah, the holocron. Yeah, the holocron. 
and he's just jumping from planet to planet what if they just show vader going in his ship and just like slaughtering like important figures so no one could overpower him that's true that'd be sweet because the rebellion so I, I, no i was just gonna say um there is a star wars story video that covers the star uh the star wars legends comics of what happens after order 66 with jar jar um and also about his his presumption being dead um between like I think he plunged, he plunged and they thought he was dead and like R2 presumed him dead and Almadala presumed him dead. Um, so he kind of um, like stayed off the radar for a little bit, but there is a, there is a Star Wars Legends comic that talks about um, like his death. So, and I guess there's someone named George Binks, which is his wife and Jar Jar were still stranded on a desert island. So they, so it wasn't, it's just a weird, it's a strange Star Wars Legends comics. There's incredible stuff like Vader, like choking people out. And then there's stuff like Jar Jar Binks and his wife, George Binks. Um, I'm not making that up. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. oh, never mind. Never mind. His, it's his dad. My bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I never heard of a girl named George. Do you remember his love interest in the Clone Wars? Mm-mm. No, you don't remember that. What? No. There's an episode where Jar Jar Binks and I th- think it was Anakin or Obi. They go to another planet. No, 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 no. Okay, you'll remember this when I tell you this. So Mace Windu and Jar Jar Binks go to a planet on a mission, and Mace Windu did not want to go with Jar Jar Binks. But Jar Jar Binks said he knew people on the planet, and when he gets there, he just plants yes. he just plants one on one of the members. And Mace Windu is like, "What?" And they wanted nothing to do with Mace Windu. They only wanted to do business with Jar Jar Binks. You don't remember that? No, I really. remember that. I remember that he was he was jumping like crazy in that episode. Yeah, I'll have to pull it yeah. up. Yeah, you'll have to find that episode. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. All right, so now here's the real question Does anybody care if Jar Jar is a Sith Lord? No, but it just makes for a funny twist. (laughs) (laughs) So, second, what if what if Anakin and Padme never fell in love? The original trilogy wouldn't happen, yes. You call that love? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Palpatine would have had to go, um. To getting Anakin completely different. Um, my guess is that he would be set up like kind of how Ahsoka was to leave the Jedi Order. Yeah. Um, either he would get him accused of treason or catch him in some kind of act that, that the council refuses to still grant Anakin the title of Jedi Master. Um, and they also fear his powers and abilities. Um, Anakin still remains uh, very emotional as his Mother still passes away during Attack of the Clones um, and very angry that there was nothing that he could do to save her. Um, But at the same time, I do think that Obi-Wan has a good chance to save Anakin from turning to the dark side, um, considering that was the closest person in Anakin's life uh, remaining. Because Anakin obviously was in love with Padme and would chose that over Obi-Wan. Now, Padme is not really in the picture that way. 
So I think he would be more apt to listen to Obi-Wan. I think that's yeah, I think that's I think that's probably fair. I, I think the only thing I would say differently, Brandon, is um the catalyst of Anakin turning to the dark side is his dreams of Padme dying and he wanted to save her. Without that, I don't know that he would have fully transitioned. Um, he would have, he, he would have, I, I agree with the Ahsoka role. He probably, he might've left the order. He was a prodigy, all these other things. He was arrogant, but his, the love ultimately became his downfall um, that, that turned him to Vader. I don't think that he ever makes a full transition to Vader. Um, I think because he was still a kid, right? Like he was still going through a lot of things. He was still arrogant. He didn't have the wisdom of Obi-Wan over the years. You add a couple more years and he gets a little bit older, learning more of the force with Obi-Wan before all this stuff goes down. Cause the, you know, I mean, you guys know the Clone Wars was a minute, dude. It lasted a while. So yeah. if he, if he would have prolonged, you know, that final push, if Palpatine prolonged that final push, because he didn't have, when you really think about it, he didn't have an ace in the hole. Like it was Dooku, but it wasn't really Dooku, you know, because he knew there were the Jedi's were stronger than Dooku, which is why he wanted to ultimately turn Anakin. He would have had to had a different play, like maybe saving his mother instead of um, Padme. But but I don't know, dude, you give that guy another year to mature in his powers and become graceful um, and become kind of humble. I think you would have had to completely rewrite the sequels or the, the original trilogy, excuse me. True. Yeah, absolutely. You want to go for the next one? Yeah. Uh, so what if Vader wait, took... Wait, wait, no, one of yours. Oh, oh one of mine? <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> so, well, actually... What if yeah. wrong prompt? What if Obi-Wan didn't get the high ground? High ground. It's you over. I have the high ground. I think, and I've said this before, uh, there is a world where Anakin wins. I just think that if... Obi-Wan didn't get the high ground regardless. I think Anakin was on such a like war path to complete this mission. Nothing was going to stop him from saving Padme. I think he would have killed Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, absolutely. I went on to say that he would kill Obi-Wan and then pursue to kill Palpatine after he sees that Padme is about to die. I would argue that they both die. And here's why um, that that match, that whole fight, rewatching episode three, one of the greatest fights in Star Wars history. Right. Incredible fight. Um, the music, the, the tension, everything. But you can see Obi-Wan pulling his punches for a while and then he kind of flips the switch. And but I don't think he ever would have killed Anakin. And he technically didn't. If he didn't have the high ground, I think they would have fought themselves literally to the core and they they possibly could have killed each other like in the blows like probably anakin first but obi-wan maybe realizing that that he couldn't let this evil out or or whatever and and ending him kind of simultaneously um i i don't know i really don't know because i don't think obi-wan was ever trying to really kill him to be honest even even when he wasn't pulling his punches like you still he still he talks about it in the clone wars bro seeing when he sees Anakin fight, he sees he sees the kid of him when he first saw him. Yeah. So, so that all that is holding him back. I think Obi Wan, if he was if Obi Wan was untethered, right, 
And if it was, what was his wife's name? The Mandalorian or his lover, not his wife. Satine. Satine. If Satine's life was on the line, I think he'd kill Anakin. But I think, I don't think there's any scenario in which that if he kills Anakin, he doesn't also die. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Also, there's a cool Star Wars Legends comic about how he teaches Anakin how to use the, um, or Vader is teaching someone how to use force push to to move the lava around in Mustafar. And it's a callback to, there's like a memory in the comic, um, which calls back to Obi-Wan first kind of showing him like how to um, manipulate objects with the force. Um, so you could also, you know, force push the lava around that could have been incorporated if not the high ground. So, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. What was your other one? I want to save that one for last. Okay. The next what if is what if after all this time, we're still trying to figure out who took him. But what if Vader took Grogu and trained him to be a Sith? That's crazy. I... What would his role even be? Because he's not really that even that much of a fighter. He just has a, an insane amount of force. My thing is, Anakin knows how powerful Yoda was, and he sees the potential of that could be if he manipulates him enough. All that power can be his. You know, like it's his apprentice, and <clears throat> if trained correctly, manipulate correctly he can literally conquer the galaxy if he has an apprentice that strong as Yoda. Um, the only reason I think that it could have been this reason or this way is because uh, Grogu had a dark period of time where he doesn't remember what happened and, you know, he could have suppressed his time with Vader or somebody could have, you know, used the force to make him forget this time. But it would have been a cool little scenario of, him with a red lightsaber just you know as a mirror image to yoda with his green lightsaber i have to be honest with you i find it very i I don't know who's stronger in the force yoda or grogu if i have to pick i'd probably say yoda but grogu's got potential but it's so hard for me not to see him as just this baby right like they call him baby yoda but he's actually like a baby i mean it's 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 like we're talking about a species that's generations what it's like a thousand year lifespan or more yeah right wasn't yoda like in the 900s or something like that Mm -hmm. right so like he would that would be such a play i mean i think that the only thing vader would even do is just if you could sap midichlorians out of somebody and and put them into you or into another vessel like, I think that's what he would have done because, he, you know, the return on investment, if he's a baby for 100 years and then he's something else for another 100 and then he's kind of getting older and wiser and all this other stuff. I don't know what the lifespan of the Yoda species is, but um, I don't know, man. I, I really I just see him as a kid. And I think Yoda would see him as a source of something, but I don't I don't think he would train him. The way I look at it. um if this happened, uh, Palpatine wouldn't have to return. <laughs> All right, you're done. <laughs> I had to throw that one in. 
He's still got better skin than Grogo. Huh. All right, so we got one last what if um, for you. Um, so this is a little fun one. What if Ryan Johnson never touched The Last Jedi? Then I'd watch it. <laughs> I think there's a universe where The Last Jedi was a good movie. I saw someone try to say that the other day. Yeah. They tried saying that it was better than Empire Strikes Back and Rogue One. All right. Mandalorian. Out. I swear to God, I saw the list and I about went berserk. Let me tell you this. If there is if there is a universe where The Last Jedi is actually a good film, it's the same universe where Hitler wins. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the same universe because that movie has no redeeming qualities. Like, I, I've, I've tried to rewatch it and... It is just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment after he didn't watch the original trilogy. So for for it to be good, if if Ryan Johnson didn't touch it and someone else made it, um oh gosh, what could they even do? Yeah, I think the things that would be different in Last Jedi would be um the payoffs would actually be things. Like they would tie Ray into Palpatine in the second movie, not have not fit two movies into the last film. Make it satisfying. Make her not a Mary Sue. So she actually goes to, through trauma that she, oh, she could be Palpatine's kid. This is insane. Like, that's why she's got all these force abilities and all this crazy stuff. Um, you know, I think that's the movie I would have wanted to see before she confronts him in the third film. But I, would, I don't think it would be called The Last Jedi. And I think the other thing is um, I wanted Luke to be a gray Jedi in The Last Jedi, right? He was the last of the Jedi. He's not training Ray to be a Jedi, as it were, because they're all dead. He's the last one, but he's attained on this temple. He's attained the middle, right? He's using force lightning to juggle all three lightsabers, his Darth Vader's in the original. Like, you know, he's going to train her how to, uh, you know, the Jedi were wrong in certain ways, but let me show you how to be, how to be the middle. That's what I would have wanted to see from the last Jedi. And that is such not the film that we got. And so, yeah, that's the universe where I think, you know, that movie could be redeemed. I've got a follow-up question in regards to The Last Jedi. Um, if you were in an argument defending The Last Jedi for being a decent movie, what is the one scene that you would say, this is what makes this movie good? Uh, Rose dying. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> she didn't <laughs> I know, I I know, I, I yeah. That's when, I, that's when I turned it off. You know, when she was choosing. It was funny because I was gonna jokingly say Rose appearance. <laughs> I would say realistically and honestly, the the hype to the buildup of Kylo and Ren's or uh, Kylo and um, <laughs> Luke's confrontation. I think that is a that is a good scene. It's well photographed. You see this giant army of yeah. of you know got the walkers and they've got the ships and everything like that and he's got this guy in rage that he's firing everything at luke i think it would have been much cooler if instead of a force projection he was actually there beaming the beams back and like coming in with a laser sword you know like he said he wouldn't do you know he's like oh i'm just gonna take a laser sword you think i'm gonna go chop down all those people frick yeah i do yoda did so but that's the scene like the hype where it's like circling around the camera and like and you've got like the cool angles and that planet is an awesome planet. Like artistically speaking, it's a yeah. cool planet. I think that was my second most important scene in that movie. My favorite scene in that movie is the red room with Snoke 
and how he's like, I can feel you turning the lightsaber. And then he just <laughs> Snoke, like, fuck Snoke. And and at in that moment, I thought, holy shit, Kylo Ren is no longer. It is Ben Solo. He's going to be a good guy. And then there's yep. still the whole, like, come with me, Ray. We can rule the galaxy. And I'm like, fuck. And I was like, he's still a bad guy. That but, scene, I, I, keep, I say it every time. That scene is the scene that would redeem the whole film if she went with him into the I unknown. I agree. Yes. And then they let Finn be a Jedi. Finn should have yeah, been a Jedi from the start, in my opinion. He was, he's Force-sensitive, and not, he gets nothing to do. So, yeah. I agree. I said it before. All Finn ended up doing was yelling Ray for three movies. Ray! Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And fighting stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Let's go, Chrome Dome. Well, that's all the time we got for today. I want to thank everybody for being on Star Wars Saturday. And I know we didn't do the three blue milks today, but the what ifs kind of cover a lot of questions. So whenever we do these what if uh, episodes, we'll kind of cancel out the blue milks. Lots of conversation to wrap up the show. Uh, Mike, I want to thank you for coming on again. I hope you can make the live stream pod slash YouTube video slash Star Wars Celebration conglomerate on May 20th. Yeah. I'll sell some of my bathwater online to some of our viewers. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't even know how to come back from that one <laughs> call it jar jar juice <laughs> all right he's done <laughs> thank you for everyone who tuned in to listen to this crazy shit tonight um make sure you head over to itunes or spotify leave a review follow us on instagram and twitter at refill and chill follow brandon at a walk in the park pc on twitter and follow Mike Tortorella at. I don't have a Twitter, but I will now that Elon bought it. So stay tuned for my music Twitter uh, coming soon. But you can follow me on SoundCloud, Lucci. There you go, L U C C I. And for those of you who didn't catch this by the end of this episode, this is the man, the myth, the legend, the opening cameo to the episodes. And if you like, what you've heard at the end of our episodes, head over to SoundCloud and type Lucci and listen to his Banger Raid Volume 2 mix when it comes out. Uh, early May, dude. It's coming along. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's yes. going to be the sound of the summer. Dude, it's so much Blink-182, you are just going to lose your mind. I've already came like six times thinking about it, so. <laughs> just right now. You can tell that to viewers, too. <laughs> you just did. I just did. <laughs> oh, again. All right, everybody. On that note, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. You cut out a piece of me, and now I bleed internally. Left it without you, without you. Be alone. You 
I need a refill. 